Hello everybody, we are here at Villa Park for the latest Reach Next Generation Summit here in sunny Birmingham. It's a beautiful day, once again a fantastic football ground where we are hosting around 100 girls, 11 to 15 years of age. I'm delighted to be joined by Ellie Kenya and Grace LJ, who are all going to be co-hosting the summit here today. First of all, um, you've been with us for a couple of summits now. Obviously, you're doing a little social media chat with us today. You've seen the energy at these summits. What have we got in store today? Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. I think everyone, including the guest speakers, are going to be left empowered, motivated, and kind of ready to kind of seize the day. Come Monday, we're all going to be raring to go. I think it's um, an event where you can learn a lot, meet a lot of people, and kind of grow kind of your network and, and, and your mindset, really. And I'm looking forward to that for the girls, but also for myself. Definitely. Now, Kenya, it's your first time hosting with us today. We're very much looking forward to having you with us and inspiring the girls. How much are you looking forward to being here and sharing some information and hosting Speaking to the Girls? Yeah, I'm really, really excited to speak to all the girls. Um, it's a fantastic age for them to be you know, getting all this value from the amazing lineup of women um, that are going to speak to them. I feel they're going to learn so much. Um, I'm excited to learn so much. Um, yeah, an, an empowering day. I can't wait. It should be amazing. And LJ, back with us are guru of a podcast host with our Reach Next Generation series been smashing the pods for the last year or so what about today what are you looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing kind of the transition that we always see for the girls, how they sometimes start off shy and then they become a lot more confident. Um, I think we've got a brilliant line of speakers, as Kenya said, and I'm just really excited to learn a lot and hope they do too. One of the big things, look, she's already, she's doing a social media, right? she doesn't stop, she's constant. Um, confidence, we've talked a little bit about that at the previous summit. It's amazing, isn't it? I, said, I asked you this before, I mean, you're what, 27, you've got an amazing career, you're here hosting, speaking to the girls today, how important is confidence at this age for these young girls? Oh, it's vital. I mean, it sees you through so many different challenges and kind of obstacles that you face in life and confidence helps you overcome that. And I think I lacked it when I was at school because I didn't have any role models. Or I wasn't meeting people that have that kind of um, showcase and that confidence. So the fact that these girls are getting that opportunity to meet these kind of really confident, empowered women, I think it's, it's, it's great. How how did you sort of learn confidence? Would you say? I mean, you're 17, aren't you? How, how have you learned confidence at your age? And what advice would you give to young girls here today? Um, I think, like I said, confidence is super super important. Um, it allows you to be grounded in literally who you are, um, whoever you are, um, and kind of walk with that with a sense of pride. Um, and for me personally, I say my confidence comes from one reflecting on who I am, the power of affirmation, um, and I guess in the action of what I do, that is helping other young women and girls. Um, yeah it's a kind of self-empowering process and empowering for the young girls too so yeah what's your favorite affirmation then i love an affirmation or a positive quote what's your favorite um my favorite at the moment which i'm either gonna give to the girls is i am a pioneer um because yeah i think i am a thought leader in my own right um and me being a creative i think yeah it reminds me of that so yeah i am a pioneer I'm a pioneer. I love that. What about you for confidence? With you know your podcast that you do, you speak to these amazing, successful women. Just give me a, a sense of how you have learnt the art of confidence. Um, I think. I mean, I'm only twelve. And going on, no, going on thirty-two. <laughs> and um, I've really learned my confidence from being with school, being with my friends, and now that I'm doing all of these. Um, the podcasts and the summits you almost get the confidence from the girls and from the speakers which they obviously have and it's nice that you can also give the confidence to other people 
definitely. Look, we're looking forward to a fantastic day. Thank you all for being here, supporting Reach Next Gen. We're going to be speaking to a lot of the girls today. We'll get you to do some interviews and hosting on the podcast. Uh, so we're looking forward to today. We'll check back in with you soon. Uh, but thanks for listening. Our latest Reach Next Generation Summit here at Villa Park. The summit is, is brilliant so far. In terms of a couple of speakers that we've heard from, the energy in the room is amazing. It's great to be here in Birmingham. I'm delighted to be joined by Emily McPherson from Green King, one of our supporters of our Reach Next Generation Summit. Emily, welcome, first of all. What have you made so far? Oh, it's so good so far. It's really great to see the girls in the room. The energy is amazing in there. And it's just so great to see how um, how we can empower them throughout the day and how they're going to be inspired by the end of the day. And I can already see that's already coming through. So it's, it's really great to see. Why was it important for, for you as a company, as a brand, to support something like this? So at Green King, we're on a journey to everyday inclusion and we're really focusing on empowering our women within the business. And so it was just a given that when this came along and Paul introduced us to this, something we really wanted to get involved in to empower those leaders of tomorrow. You look at the girls at this age, and I mean, I it still blows my mind to hear some of them talk in terms of the maturity and the sort of emotional intelligence that some of them show at such a young age. I know generationally things have changed the last few years, but what does this sort of thing give girls at, at that age, and how important is it for their future development? I think, again, I, I feel exactly the same seeing what people are saying today. It's incredible how mature a lot of these girls are for their age, and I think, like you say, that is a generational thing time i think girls no matter whether this was 10 years ago or right now were told you shouldn't do this so often and you should do this and put, putting people into boxes and i think just by opening their eyes today and being and enabling them to see what options they have is so important and and i feel that inspiring someone is so much more important than telling them would you have benefited from something like this at their age so between girls 11 to 15 i know i would what would you have got from a day like this I, I can't stop thinking, to be honest, how much I would have loved to be here at that age because I, I personally had no clue what I wanted to do. And it doesn't even matter if you don't know what you want to do, but being able to have your eyes open to so many inspiring people and to kind of, yeah, all the options to be there for you, I just, I would personally have loved to be here. Just give me a sense about you. You know, a woman in business, you, you're here today supporting. I know it's important for your business and your brand, as you've, you've explained. What do you think have been the keys to your success and what have helped you get to where you are today? I think that for a long time I was very, I was always worried because I was like, why don't I know what I want to do? And it was almost like you were being criticised for not knowing what you want to do and I think to be honest my kind of um, wisdom to anybody would just be to just go with the flow like you will fail and you will you'll do well at things and you just keep going and when when it feels right then it's generally right trust your gut Um, and yeah I think that your, your gut will take you in the right direction definitely that's great advice listen thank you so much again for your support we really appreciate it and I think you're going to stay around aren't you and listen to a few more speakers yes yeah I'm going to stay for the morning so I'm really looking forward to it thank you so much for having us today it's been amazing thank you so much enjoy the rest of the day thank you you were fantastic well done how much did you enjoy that no I really enjoyed it I had fantastic energy and I was glad to see that they were enthusiastic and stood up and when I asked them questions we were really engaged in answering them what you know when you're talking to young girls or kids for you what what are what do you really focus on how because it's a different audience obviously you, you know you talk regularly to adults for kids what are you trying to achieve 
I think I think back to when I was a teenager and actually I never had anybody come into school or even college, even university, and talk to me about careers or the direction that I could take my life in. So I think about actually what would I have liked to have heard when I was their age? What would it, what would have inspired me to um to get to you know, to realise my dreams and get ahead to where I wanted to get to. And I so I kind of just embodied that and then just <laughs> spoke my truth. So important. And it's important to be authentic, isn't it? To speak from the heart. And you did that. You talked about your own experiences. How much do you think they, they really engaged and really took on board what you said? Um, I, I could see that from the questions because when I asked them about what uh, did they want to do when they, um, if they could do anything that they dreamed of when I asked that question, loads of them put their hands up. We were going around the room for a while kind of hearing them saying they want to be doctors, they want to be lawyers, they want to be fashion designers and things. And so just having that enthusiasm then kind of like fueled me to um, just want to give them more as well. You talked about gratitude, which I think is an amazing lesson for anybody, never mind young girls at this sort of age. Affirmations, quotes, we've heard you speak on camera, but just tell me right now, what, what kind of affirmations do you try and live your life by? Um, so let me t- first talk about the gratitude. So. I'm a big believer in kind of like starting and ending your day right. How you start your day sets the tone for your day. And um, and so starting the day with, with with gratitude, you know, is a great thing. So waking up and saying, um, I'm grateful for life. I'm happy um, for this day. It's going to be a fantastic day. And just, just really setting the tone and setting those intentions. And even if you like journaling as well, I think that's a good thing to do, whether it's in the morning or at night, kind of talk, think, just getting your thoughts down on paper. All those things, I think, just kind of help, help you to set you up in the right way and get your mind get your mind in the right mind frame um in terms of affirmations um i love affirmations because um i love affirmations because ultimately um i want to have a positive mindset and to stay kind of like focused on um on where i'm at and so i think affirmations help me to do that so each morning to be fair i do i do affirmations with my three-year-old daughter now and so i kind of tend to focus on her ones and so we'll look in the mirror and i'll be like saying then amarily say i am smart and she'll be like mommy i am smart and be like say i am kind kind i you know i'm confident um i have lots of friends i am loved and so just kind of just really positive um affirmations just to kind of just pour in to her and i said pouring into her then pours into me um because i know i'm trying to um work hard and achieve the best for myself and her and my family and my partner so um so i think yeah, affirmations are a great thing and it will help them as well in life because if they have a positive mindset and they have self-belief in themselves they won't let anybody else or anybody else say is push them off their journey and and take away from what they think or what they feel about themselves amazing you do this how proud are you you walk out the doors here at villa park today and you look back and you think do you know what i've inspired and i've done something to help the next generation how much satisfaction does that give you um it gives me extreme satisfaction to know that i've helped the next generation like i said i never had anything like reach when i was growing up and never had anybody speak to me about um career or, in- or encourage me obviously my, like my mom at home encouraged me but outside of that um me wanting a career in the media there was no one that I could go to for direction or nothing that I could see so to know there's an organization and that these kids have had an opportunity to hear from so many different amazing talented people today you know it's it's a wonderful thing and to know that I was one of them Um, and even if I just planted a seed in one person you know that that just makes me happy and proud well done you thank you so much for your support and for talking to us and hopefully we'll see you again at another reach next generation summit thank you so much thank you thanks for having me
Mirella Sula is a big, well, she's a big fan of Reach, and we're a big fan of her. She's been at, what, the last two, this is your third summit, isn't it? Yeah, third summit, opening the show. How much do you enjoy, I guess, the privilege, Mirella, of inspiring the next generation and imparting your, your story, your history, your success onto these young girls here today? Well, the more I come and the more I see behind the scenes and the more uh, young girls I meet, I feel like, wow, what a great concept. This is absolutely something that should go everywhere, all over the world, because this is the best contribution we can give to the next generation. And well done to you. I love it. I love what you're doing. How proud does it make you feel? Because as I said, you've achieved a lot in your life. How important is it for you to, to come events like this, speak to kids around the country, around the world, to really to try and make a difference? Well, I have traveled all over the world. I mean, in the last uh, 10 years, probably 30, 40 countries around the world, I've spoken on stages of thousands and thousands of people. And I, I, I'm telling you the truth. Nothing makes me more proud than speaking in front of the young girls. And that's why I love what you do, because for me, it reminds me where I'm coming from. Sometimes, you know, um, and especially I have this, uh, this kind of, you know, protection around me now. I protect myself from the past. I have worked a lot with myself. I just put myself in the present, in the future. And uh, every time I come here, it reminds me where I'm coming from. And, and it is important to, to remind yourself, because at the end of the day, of course, it's not, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, but it reminds you how far you have come and what is your purpose, what is your mission, and why you are here. The why is very important, and that, is, uh, that, that really makes me feel so good about myself. Tell me another couple of life lessons that have been vital for you in your success and, and what you try and always talk to the girls about on days like this. A couple of things that really have made an absolute difference to you and your, your health, your happiness, your success, everything. Uh, the most important thing, I learned how to love myself because for a long, long time I hated myself because everybody told me uh, I was a different person of who I am. So I, I had to discover my new self because for a long time I lost faith, I lost hope, I hated myself, I thought I will uh, I, I have no value, nobody loves me, I, why I'm here, I should not be alive in this world, things like that. And as I, um, uh, you know, go through, um, through this experience with you guys, I always think probably it should, it can be one girl and it doesn't need to be like uh, something that you reach thousands and thousands of girls. Sometimes one person. It can be one person that you change her life and that's enough. And um, if I would share one lesson, that would be please, please, please learn how to love yourself. It's a big, big school. Number two, belief. The belief and the faith is very important. Once you have that faith, then you can take actions because nothing can happen unless you believe in yourself and unless you take actions. Once you take actions, then you see, uh, you start celebrating for little successes, for little achievements, and then that little become bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you be you feel great about yourself, and that thing becomes an inspiration for other people as well. Amazing great advice as always will you continue to support us at our reach next generation summits because if we lost you we'd be devastated it's amazing you open the show as i said you're a big supporter so you'll keep continuing to support us i will come here anytime wherever i am i remember last time i was in croatia in a big summit that was for young uh, people as well and i made it at four o'clock in the morning so wherever you are girls and uh, wherever, what, whatever um, you ask me to do, I will be here because, uh, as I said, I love what you do and please keep inviting me.
Thank you so much for Will. And we need to take it internationally, don't we? We need to go global with our Reach Next Generation Summit. Let's do it together. I am in for it. Let's do it. Thank you so much. I know you're going to stick around and just listen to a few more of the speakers, but thank you once again, Morella Sula. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Sarah has literally just come off stage and a big supporter of us here at Reach Next Generation today. First of all... You were fantastic. How much did you enjoy that? <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. As I was saying to you, I find teenage well, girls and boys actually probably the most challenging and intimidating because they're so smart. Yes. Um, and, they, um, you know, and they sort of say it's how it is. So I find it really um, humbling to speak to these people that are so switched on. Um, and actually, I, I kind of am in awe of them. And they probably don't realise that when I go up there to talk to them, that I'm kind of scared of them, not the other way around, maybe. It's amazing, isn't it? Because you look at the younger generation now, and yet there are lots of, I guess, challenges, for, especially for young girls this age. But also, it does blow, you, blow your mind how mature yes. a lot of them are. And as you say, you kind of feel that and you sense that. And obviously, when you ask a few questions as well, they're completely engaged with what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. No, I was blown away by how many people were kind of engaging with it um, and I you know sense that they're, they're, they're working through their shyness but they are contributing and that, you know the kind of courage that that takes I don't think I don't remember having that kind of courage when I was that age but yeah. what do you think was the the biggest thing that resonated the biggest message that you tried to portray to cross uh, portray across today that really resonated what would you say that you kind of could see the eyes maybe light up a bit or you could see their faces just yeah. you know have that little smile yeah well I was really happy with when I said I want you all to talk to each other about the controllable um, and they you know immediately talked to each other but then a lot of people were willing to kind of share and I felt like they were coming up with some great things about how I act and then how I react I thought gosh I didn't work that out till I was 37 you know so brilliant that they've got that because it's so easy to think we don't have a choice but these girls absolutely you know they just got it and I was so pleased to sort of see that one obviously an amazing career an amazing sort of life story and journey what's what the one if you had to just pick one one message or one life lesson that has helped you to get where you are today and achieved everything you had what would that be i think that it's i think it was henry ford once said whether you think you can or you can't you're probably right and it's easy to say, but if you can just believe that it will all be all right and just keep going, then you will get there. And the reason that I failed at the fast jet point was because I just told myself I couldn't do it anymore. And I was right. So I think, you know, whatever you tell yourself is probably right. Will you come back and see us again? Another Reach Absolutely. Next Generation Summit? Please invite me back. I'd love to come back and support what you do. Sarah Finesse, thank you very much indeed for your help and support and for engaging with the girls today. Thank you. Thank you amazing speakers as always and Ify Thomas came to support us at Arsenal uh, other summit that we've had this year obviously we had Middlesbrough as well and we've got one more coming up but here today at Birmingham at Villa Park first of all thank you for supporting us and I know you were happy to come back weren't you You're excited about about seeing the girls and offering your your wisdom and knowledge to this young generation yeah absolutely thank you so much for having me the last time when I was here I left charged and when I got the opportunity to come back I was very excited because I think that young girls need somebody to tell them you can do it but also I think never give up something that a lot of people never hear they're like oh if it didn't work you know try something else but I'm like never give up so I loved it absolutely you have an amazing aura of confidence obviously you've achieved a lot you're doing great things with your business and and brand right now where did your confidence come from what a great question where did my confidence come from 
Ah, well, I think it's something that it's something you develop. A lot of people think that you can be born with confidence. I wasn't born with confidence at all. In fact, confidence is your ability to believe in yourself and know that you can cope with whatever life throws at you. So when did I get to the point where I was I felt like I was super confident through time and a lot of things that happened in my life that made me really look at do I want to show up or do I want to hide away and I think the final thing for me was when my mum passed away in 2018 and she left this earth I, I remember thinking we actually don't know when we're going so while I'm here I'm not going to be afraid so I just lean into it you know sometimes I do it afraid as well but I think the more you do something afraid the less afraid you become because I don't I'm not scared of anything nothing will ever be as scary as the moment when I found out she only had eight weeks left to live and that moment I can remember it so clearly that nothing else is scary which means that everything is an opportunity to like run at and I think without my mum passing I always I had confidence but did I have this unshakable you know, confidence that I can take wherever I go. It doesn't matter what situation I'm in. Even if I don't know what I'm doing, I have the confidence to say I don't know what I'm doing. So, yeah. Amazing. What do you... You've met the girls today, and look, we all say... I mean, I wish I'd had something like this when I was 11 to 15. You're where you are today. Honestly, the pride that you take from imparting some of your wisdom to these young girls, what, what does it mean to you inside, deep down? How does it kind of... How does it kind of make you feel to know when you leave Villa Park today, you might have changed somebody's life? Oh, my God. That's why I'm here. You know, I think we've got a duty. And some people might say it's a God complex, but I feel like I can save the world. And... um, is one soul at a time and everything I do is one soul at a time so when I get invited to something like this it's not it's 150 souls uh, in one go so um, it makes me feel good because the reality of the numbers is that every two hours and 11 minutes someone under 25 takes their own life one in four people are suffering with depression and anxiety every classroom of 32 there's going to be eight students before they're 19 who experience depression so what 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 can I do? I can take the time to look at them in their eyes, let them see that I see them, and just be somebody, maybe the only body that has looked at them and said, you can do it, you got this. And it, literally, I can just say, you've got greatness in you, and I mean it, because I believe it, and they feel it, and I may, never may see them again, but know and hope that my words are like stuck on them like a record player. <laughs> that's, I want to drive in my voice, and I hope that's, you know, that is going to make a big impact it absolutely will thank you so much for supporting reach next gen thank you so much for inspiring the girls today and keep being awesome if you thomas thank you so much <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> rebecca palmer from st modwin who's here today one of our sponsors and also one of our speakers just literally come off stage done a little bit of uh, media interviews as well rebecca fantastic thank you so much first of all for your support for getting involved and also for contributing in terms of talking to the girls just tell me what what it felt like to be up there knowing that you're making a difference um i felt really inspired actually i came here hoping to inspire them but actually i've come away feeling really inspired you could see these girls were engaged and listening to what i was saying um and i i I feel i feel like i've done my bit now to inspire somebody to to reach for their goals in life I asked you on stage when I went up there, why was it important for, for your brand, your company, to be involved in something like this? Just just emphasise that again. The ethos, 
Why is it so vital for, for big corporations, big companies to do something like so St Modwin have got um, a big diversity and inclusion agenda. It's something I feel really, really passionate about. Um, and we want to touch and encourage all sectors of society to reach for their goals um, and inspire people to think big and realise what it is that they can achieve and how they can get there and that there's different options to get there. So I talked to the girls about the different ways in which they might get into property. Um, it's not all about academic success. They might want to take an apprenticeship or a traineeship. Um, and just really saying to them you can come into this anywhere you want and there's a place for you at St Modwin it doesn't matter that you haven't been to Oxford or Cambridge you can get into this anywhere you want to and St Modwin are there to support you Do you think as well, you know, some industries, some sectors are seemingly male dominated? Property is probably one of those. Do you have to break down some barriers? Absolutely. When I was when I started working in 2005, I was the only female in the office, and there was definitely a sense of one day you will leave, you will become a mother, and you will never get promoted any further. Um, and I don't want any girl to ever feel like that. I want them to feel that they can achieve. I'm a mother myself, and I try to be a role model for my own daughter in that sense to say to her every day, you. You can do whatever you want to do with the right mindset. How old's your daughter? She's nearly six. Nearly six. So when you said today, what's her name, sorry? Imogen. Imogen, I'm going to talk to some girls a little bit older than you. Did you, obviously she's six, but, you know, did you have a little chat? Did you, you know, it's important for you, I'm sure, hearing your passion today for the subject and equality and diversity, for you to impart some of that on your daughter? Absolutely, and especially because she is autistic herself, and I don't want her to feel like she can't. Autistic doesn't mean you can't, it means you can. Um, so I said to her today, Mummy's going, and I'm going to tell some girls today that you can be like Mummy, and you can be successful in you can achieve your dreams um, if you want to, if you've got the right mindset. Um, and, and for her at the moment, her, her dream is achieving Father Christmas coming. Um, and so her, her mindset was very much like, well, if I'm a good girl and I work hard at school, then Father Christmas will come to me. And, and that's the kind of thing I want to her to feel. That's, that's achievable, isn't it? Father Christmas is going gonna to arrive, isn't he? <laughs> Midnight on December the 24th with a carrot and a cupcake. Yeah, especially if you go to sleep that night. <laughs> Listen, thanks again, again for your support. And yeah, we, we do really appreciate it. Thank you. No, thank you. I feel really honoured to have been asked. Thank you. Susie Carsey from Green King, just been talking to the girls, been doing some media obligations. Look, we're overlooking the picture at Villa Park. It's, are you a football fan, by the way? I am, actually. I am. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm from down south, so I'm a Tottenham fan. Yeah. It's cool to be here today, though, at Football it's State. Very, it's very cool. It's very cool. And it's an amazing setting. So, yeah. Listen, thank you so much for your support, for coming here today. How inspiring was it for you to be chatting to the next generation? It was really inspiring. You know, you do sessions with ver various people and I kind of wanted to just make sure that one person got what I was saying and towards the end was the moment when talking to the girls and there was one girl was actually like I'm happy to speak because I have a fear of public speaking but I'm going to put myself in that position which was that's all I wanted that was the moment when you got the opportunity to come and support us here today what 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 was the the, the feeling for you in terms of giving back because let's be honest we're, we're all doing what we're doing in life but how important is it to pass that back it's really important you know I didn't have this when I was growing up you don't have that really and you've got to kind of look for places to get this and to be given this and given an opportunity I was straight hand straight up like just be able to give something back just to help one person just makes a difference 
as a brand for you to support this as well how rewarding is it amazing green king are firstly it's an amazing place to work but it's about what we want to do for our communities you know we have pubs across the country and we're all about the community and it's great because we say everything but we actually do the stuff too and, and that's what's important to us what you talk about some of the messages some of the things you tried to get across in, in your conversation and talk to the girls what's the what's the thing that resonated the most do you think I think it was more them having to then think, right, what, what did I already have in nature? But then what, what's happened to me that's made me change and what environmental factors have I happened to me? And I think if they start to think like that now, that can really help them going forward because sometimes we have things that are traits that we don't necessarily like, but if, you, if you're aware of them, what do you want to do differently? What would you say is, what are the keys to your success? Maybe personality traits or mentors growing up what's got you to where you are today I think um, as I I talked in the session a little bit about my mum and moving here with not a lot and you know and my dad and just seeing how hard they worked and actually I'm a bit like is that my personality to work hard or is it because I've watched them work hard and it's probably a bit of both actually and it's you know they're happy and that's all I want and they want me to be happy so I think just looking at my mum she's my absolute hero so that's what I've taken away but it's again from someone when I was younger there was not really anyone that I could look towards especially someone who was Indian and out there and going for it and now at Green King it's really important to me that I show that you know working in hospitality which is a male-led environment you know we're up there you know us women are up there so that's really important to me it's amazing i'm with you as well my mum's my hero too it's 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 nice to have that it's nice to have that role model and i think for the girls here today how, you know just a, a final word about the importance of of seeing women like you in your position in a male-dominated sector the visibility what does that give them if you can see you think you can do it and that's the thing as long as you can see someone and you can see that they've done it why, why shouldn't you be able to do it and i think that's the most important Thank you so much for speaking and thanks so much for your support and we hope to, uh, we hope to continue working with you because honestly it's, uh, it's amazing so thank you so much. Okay, so the MP for Birmingham Yardley, Jess Phillips, is with us today. She's going to be speaking to the girls in about sort of 10, 15 minutes or so. Jess, first of all, thank you so much for coming to support our Reach Next Generation here at Villa Park. Mm-hmm. Fantastic venue. And look, how important is it for you to come and I guess give some feedback, give some insight, inspire the next generation of young girls aged 11 to 15? I mean, it's the most important part of my job, actually. I spend a huge amount of time uh, trying to encourage young people across Birmingham, but especially young women, that the the world should be their oyster and can be. Um, and, you know, often they are much, much uh, more insightful than some of the adults I meet. Yeah. And also they're much more honest. <laughs> so I really like it. I like doing things like this. Is it, is it okay for me to say you're quite cool for a politician? Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> if my children were here who are in the age range you're talking about, they would definitely refute this. But yeah, I mean, it's a low bar, isn't it? It's like cool. We have to see it like good looking for Westminster. It's a, it's a low bar. Uh, cool for a politician is, is a, a relatively low bar. But I'm willing to, I'm willing to wear that title. But I can, you know, I've only just met you. I'm going to be interviewing you with the girls. But you seem very humble, very down to earth, very approachable. 
that, that's they're good assets to have how important do you feel they are in your role engaging with not just girls but just in life being a people person yeah look I think it's it's my greatest asset always has been and you know like I've went to university and have a good education um, but I don't think that there is any asset greater to me than that my mum used to say I could make friends in an empty room which <laughs> may be slightly insulting but um, that the ability to be yourself and I think that teaching people to feel that they can be authentically themselves especially I was as a kid I was told my Birmingham accent was rubbish and that no one would ever want to employ me because of the way that I talked and things but actually I found the exact opposite I found the fact that I I am personable and like to have a laugh you know politics is a very serious game but you won't convince anyone unless you have a laugh and look I think you know, with the girls that you're going to be speaking to today, just in general right now, you talk about the, the word authentic means so much, especially with politicians probably right now. Mm-hmm. We don't trust them. We don't believe what they're saying. Isn't that one of your absolute key components for you as a, as a person, but also in your line of work to try and, you know, what you say is the truth? Yeah, a hundred percent. And actually, I, I never intended to sort of go on a crusade about how politics should be trustworthy until I was in frontline politics myself uh, when people don't trust politicians and don't trust the authenticity and um, the, the direction that the country has been taking, that's not just dangerous for politicians who, you know being unpopular, right? like almost that's part of the course but it's actually dangerous for the country. It's dangerous for people to feel that they can't change things, they can't affect things, and it's not true either. And I, I want people always to be able to feel like, if they don't like the politics, that they can take part, and actually that's the bit that I always think is missing. And, you know, this age group, especially for, for young girls, it's, a, it's such an important age, isn't it? It's, they're impressionable, there's a lot, life's tough, there's a lot going on at that age... If you could get one thing across today, even maybe a bit of inspiration in terms of just trying to help them, what, what do you hope to sort of really really get across to the girls today? Well, when I was that age, you know, girl growing up in Birmingham, you know, there was a lot going on. It's a sort of like sensory time yeah. where you're becoming who you are and trying to assert yourself at the same time as having all sorts of people's ideas asserted on you. Um, and, you know, look... What I would say is I have absolutely no doubt that all of them will uh, turn into remarkable uh, young women who will make our city better. But it's just sometimes it doesn't always feel like that is going to be possible. Um, But that, you know, with will and support and organisations like yours, anything is possible. And just you went to university here, didn't you? University University Leeds. Leeds. Right, but obviously you're a proud Brummie and it's obviously your job, everything you do, but here today, there's some really engaged girls in there, so I know they're going to love hearing from you. So thank you again. Brilliant to have you here, Jess. No worries, it's absolutely my pleasure. Always a pleasure to be with Brummie women. (laughs) There we go. Thanks, Jess. So we're joined here by our sponsors, amazing sponsors, Barclays. Um, Introduce yourself, ladies, you're fantastic. Name and job role. Hi, I'm Charlene Chang, and my job role is a customer care leader. I'm Samara Ali, and my job role is an operation manager. Fantastic. How have you found it? It's, I mean, I'm buzzing. I'm, I'm really excited to be here and to meet you guys. How have you found it? I have found it very exciting, very rewarding to actually share great messages and protecting, you know, you know, just letting the young people know 
you know, to be safe when it comes to any form of frauds, um, scams, especially around social media. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, it's been amazing today to share that. Yeah, it's definitely been amazing. It was great to see um, a large, diverse group of girls, um, everyone having their input, having their say, um, and just them interacting. They had a lot of knowledge around social media, fraud and scams, so they know how to protect themselves, but it's just getting the word out there mm-hmm. and then just fixating that so that they're aware this is what they need to do to protect themselves going forward. Speaking of scams, is there kind of a current trend in scams at the moment? Is this something that's really catching kind of the younger demographic out at the moment that really kind of you want people to be aware of? It's, it's, it's increasing drastically at the moment, especially with the cost of living crisis. Um, a lot of these forces and scammers are targeting the younger generation um, because they don't think that they know what they are doing, if that makes sense. Um, so they um, reach out to them um, just to make, make easy money. And with the younger generation making easy money, it's something that's very appealing. Um, so definitely something that's on the horizon, something to be aware of and something to be cautious of. And I do believe in regards to social media as well is that don't always believe what you see on social media and I think these young girls do and idolise a lot of people on social media so they feel when there's a product on there that they actually need to have it and it could be not a secure link to purchase that so that is something that's of concern for these young generations um, is the fact that you know social media is something that they dream well, they basically do all the time isn't it they've got their phones Absolutely. all the time so they on it more than watching TV <laughs> Finally, one tip for, um, for staying safe online, would you both be able to share kind of one of your best tips for, for the girls to stay safe online? Um, being very vigilant, never put out any personal details and keep your accounts on private. I think that's the best way. Um, some of the girls would have their accounts on public, but I'd say private is always the best way. It just means that no one is attacking your personal privacy, um, and that's the way going forward. I will say as well is always make sure that there's a site that you do um, see and you're not sure about it please get a second opinion before clicking on that link please speak to your parents or not just google it and see if it's actually legit link to use yeah double check double these. check fact, fact yes, check everything exactly. and stay private and we, we, there's a lot of people out there isn't there so there's a lot, a lot of information yeah, that you can get world. yeah it's definitely a scary world and like sam was saying it's attracting the young people now because sure. it's for them it's quick money isn't it mm. and that's what they're yeah. looking at well that's quick money for me you know why not well thank you so much both of you for your time and i hope you've really enjoyed today and hopefully we'll be at a catch-up soon thank you thank you so stephanie you've just finished your guest speaking slot how did it go how did it how did you find it well i think it went amazingly um you know the girls were um, raring to go uh, and uh, yeah, it was just great energy in the room and great to be part of this programme Fantastic, so those listening could you introduce your role and kind of how you got into that, that position So I'm I, Stephanie Boyce the President of the Law Society of England and Wales uh, and in March 2021 I made history when I became the 177th the sixth female, the first black the first person of colour to become President in the Law Society's almost 200 year history Um, So how did I get into that role? Well, it took me four attempts to get elected, but I kept going and going and putting myself forward, continuing to stick my head above the parapet. And if I didn't get elected on the fourth occasion, I would have kept going a fifth, a sixth, seventh time. 
I love that, that persistence, the, the real drive for, for, for that. What kind of advice would you give to the girls in there to, to be persistent and to really kind of um, keep trying at that, that one slot that you want, just keep, keep going through? What advice would you have for, for the girls? Absolutely. Your vision, your dream belongs to you. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to everyone to never give up, to bring that dream to life. Um, and I also absolutely believe that every door is open if you push. You persevere until something happens. Believe in yourself, believe in your dream, and as I say, never give up. Amazing. What would you be kind of a stand-up moment from today? What kind of have you taken away and, and you hope the girls would take away? I hope that they will take away that they are amazing, that they are appreciated, they're good enough. Um, they're beautiful, they're fearfully and wonderfully made, all of those things, that positive energy, um, that they understand and recognise that they are great. The future leaders are in that room um, and, you know, that they keep going and they hold that vision firmly in mind and uh, never give up, as I say. So we're joined here by Sinead from Aston Villa. Would you be able to introduce your kind of self and your job role? Hi, I'm Sinead Quinn, so I'm Head of Commercial for the Women's Team, so that role is responsible for all revenue drivers of the Women's Team, including the growth areas, including target attendance, ticketing, looking at where we'll play in the future, and trying to engage people with the wonderful game that is women's football. Well, fantastic. I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot going on at the moment. How do you feel kind of about women's football? Do you play football yourself? Is it something that you kind of actively do, or are you just kind of in, in the role because you want to get girls into sport and get girls into kind of the, into football second part definitely so I don't play football <laughs> and I don't think that's a prerequisite for being in sport at all I've yeah. worked in multiple sports uh, including rugby oh, wow. um, and football I love football and I love the sport but it's for me it's more about the passion and particularly with the women's game it's the growth and the opportunity now and I think after the Euros we've got a fantastic opportunity as well as a responsibility as Aston Villa to <laughs> continue on that growth platform i mean the win last night i bet everyone's yeah. absolutely buzzing i think it's fantastic is that kind of contributing to the all the positive news that's coming out about women's football i feel like it, it, it's all over the place and it's a real buzz on especially on social media absolutely you know historically women's football probably got an unfair representation and now on a global stage that is being challenged we're winning we are quality and you come and watch any game in the wsl and you can see a fantastic product on pitch amazing why did you want to be a kind of a part of Reach? Why did you want to kind of collaborate with, with, with Reach Summit in getting these events to, to different venues and, and especially Aston Villa? So I, it's a privilege to be here, but it's also a privilege to host, I think. And, and that's partly because Aston Villa find it it's so important for girls and women to know. Girl and women... Girl and women. Girls and women, sorry. Girls and women to know that in a football club or any sporting environment, there is a place for them. Sure. And there's a place for them, whether it's on the field, off the field, within the business administration or further. And we're proud, incredibly proud of that. And I think after the Euros as well, there's a quote that I often think about is you've got to see it to be it. So you've got to know that there's these opportunities available. So when I, we saw some, the summit and what Reach were doing, we were like, it's a no-brainer. We've got to be part of this because yeah. we've got to help that narrative and show another industry where there's a place for girls and women. Amazing. So you're up in five minutes, you guest speaking in five minutes. What do you want the girls to take away from, from kind of your Q&A? Just there's opportunities available to them and to be determined in whatever you want mm -hmm. to do and know that there is no barrier, and I can speak for that on sport in the sports level, that they are welcome and we would love to have them. Amazing. Thank you so much. and Let's go and get mic'd up. So, Ellie, we had a chat to you at the top. We've heard some amazing speakers. 
the room is fantastic here it's intimate the girls are getting engaged it's a brilliant atmosphere you know you've been involved with our last couple of summits now hosting presenting doing all the social media let's just start with a bit of social media first of all you are proving a legend in terms of getting it out there and name out there and it's really ramping up which is brilliant I know you're going to speak to the girls a bit later on as well in terms of some social media content. For you, what are the keys of social media for girls this age? I think it's one, staying safe and being aware that anything you put online is there for public domain and you've got to be really careful. I think that's the first one that um, girls need to really understand because it is is quite important. And then the next is to have fun with it. It, it, It's a platform you can connect, you can build communities, you can make friends and you can learn so much. The amount of things I've learned on TikTok in the last year is ridiculous, but I'm using it in a positive where I'm using it to grow my network to grow my skill set and to grow kind of my knowledge and to use social media in more of an impactful way rather than just aimlessly scrolling through um, and kind of going into them deep dives where all of a sudden you're watching dog videos for hours on end actually getting content that's going to offer you value In terms of the interaction with the girls today, various different subjects, a lot on confidence, isn't there? A lot on mindset. We talked about limiting beliefs. We talked about confidence at the top of the, the podcast. Um, I think social media is so important, but there are other things as well. And we said, you know, to learn at this age is so Im- imperative. I know we both said how important it would have been for us to maybe have something like this when we were 11 to 15. How impressionable, though, would you say now are our kids, young girls at this age? so impressionable and they're learning so much because they've got access to the phones they've actually got access to so much information and there's so much information out there actually it can be overwhelming where getting guest speakers in today like like you have they're actually offering value and, and filtering out a lot of a lot of the noise that they're sharing the real key snippets that i would have loved to have learned when i was younger it was probably i was only 20 when i learned about affirmations and it's a word that keeps coming up today and i'm like i never i never did affirmations with my mum i never did affirmations at school and actually really empowering yourself through words is actually so impactful and if i maybe had um a few sentences that I could have said to myself to really get me out of bed and really kind of motivate me for the day actually I think that would have worked even that I've learned so much from today and find that how how important it is speaking to yourself in a positive light so tell me then I I'm like you I'm a big into I always have been affirmations quotes positivity all that type of thing what, having having listened to a few of the speakers now what would you say what would be your affirmation then going forward maybe that you might try to you might try to use on a daily basis I think the one that really stuck out for me today was don't listen to the noise just listen to what you're doing stay in your own lane and kind of um, believe in yourself that stay in your own lane is, is, is the one and, and, and obviously there's so much out there online you think everyone's having the best life you think everyone's having a better time than you actually just focus on what you're doing rather than comparing yourself and um, putting yourself down empower yourself and just think right I'm, I'm doing me and it's, that's all I can do Fantastic. Listen, keep doing a great job with us on the social media side. Just remind us of the handles for TikTok, Insta, etc. So Instagram is Reach Next Generation without the E in the next. And then all the other platforms, so LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, in, um, t- Twitter, the, the, the all of them, I keep, keep losing track. It is just Reach Next Gen. And you'll be able to find us through the hashtags as well.
amazing day it's been again at Villa Park in Birmingham for our latest Reach Next Generation Summit. And Priscilla, as ever, bringing the house down at the end of the summit. LJ and Kenya, you were fantastic as co-hosts. I know you thoroughly enjoyed it up on stage. Tell me your biggest takeaways uh, from the day. Kenya, first of all, what about you? Um, my biggest takeaways was just the girls' responses um, to my workshop more specifically, um, but all the women that spoke, the enthusiasm they had throughout the whole thing was absolutely amazing to watch um, and just amazing to experience that all the messages just, yeah, they really felt it. I really loved that. LJ, what about you? What was your biggest takeaway from the day? Um, probably confidence um, from seeing the girls arrive and then being quite shy to them leaving, as you said, with Priscilla's big song at the end, full of confidence, dancing, singing. Some had solos, which was really fun. Um, and just kind of having the confidence to pretty much do everything and knowing not ever to give up. I think that was probably my main takeaway. Definitely. Well said. Kenya, for you, what are some of the biggest challenges you think girls face at, at this age, 11 to 15? Um, I think it's definitely being able to be themselves, I guess, unapologetically. I think at that age, um, you're kind of growing from the stage of, you know, a child into a, a young woman. So you're definitely learning a lot about yourself. Um, so confidence, like LJ said, is definitely a big part of it. Um, and just learning to be yourself unapologetically, I think a lot of girls struggle with. And LJ, for you, you know, you're in that age bracket. I always joke with you, you're 12 going on, what, 35? <laughs> what, what do you think about that age group in terms of some of the challenges or some of the main concerns you have at your age? Definitely lacking in the belief that you can actually be who you want to be. Um, especially at this age, you can kind of be told that some of your dreams are a little bit unreachable um, and just knowing that, whatever they say doesn't matter and that you can you can reach those goals if you put your mind to it absolutely and can you the, the importance of events like these how crucial are they do you feel for the development of young girls I think they're very very important because I thought almost myself that you know when young girls can come together and you know see other girls like them that have similar challenges and similar problems they're able to kind of come together with a sense of, you know, like, okay, we all feel the same and here's the solution. Um, and I think that is an extremely empowering process um, and is needed to build kind of even like a sense of community and sisterhood and make girls not feel, you know, like they're going through the things that they're going through alone. And LJ, you've done obviously so many podcasts, you've done lots of these events now. We've been to Birmingham, Manchester, London, Middlesbrough. For you, how much have you seen the difference that these events can make to the young girls? Yeah, it makes so much of a difference. Um, it really proves that an event like this can really change people and can really give them maybe just the support that they need to know that what they want to do, they can. Um, as Kenya is saying, it's all about the confidence and being supportive, and I think it really does make a difference. It does. So both of you, are you excited to to showcase another Reach Next Gen? We're going to Sheffield on November the 19th. Are you both excited and ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah more than excited, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's been another brilliant day at Villa Park. Massive thanks to Aston Villa and to all our sponsors. It's been another special event at a Reach Next Gen, and we look forward to seeing you again November the 19th in Sheffield. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcast as I talk to many more brilliant women.
More details about us and our summits are at www.reachnextgeneration.com. And a big thank you to all our partners and sponsors, Ideal Standard, Barclays, St. Modwen, Green King and Levi Strauss.